welcome back everybody it is our final part of our podcast series on the book where did you learn to behave like that and this is the part that we've had literally no rehearsal on Mm -hmm. uh no planning because it's better if i don't know what's happening isn't it that's right i'm here with my mother sarah the uh author of the book as we have been for the last four parts um so you're going to be doing an intervention with me aren't you well, I, I don't know if it's so much an intervention, but I'm going to um, demonstrate uh, a way in which you can explore a childhood story. Okay. Uh, and, and, and an aspect of childhood story work, if you like. Mm-hmm. And as you say, there's been no preparation for it. And, that, and that's better, really. Um, yeah. So, that, um, so it's real. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's not rehearsed or it's not, and it's not a role play and so on. Um, and it's just going to be a brief, a brief exploration. Just we'll just see what see yes. what emerges. Yes. Um, and again, these are unusual circumstances because you wouldn't normally, um, you know, a parent wouldn't normally sit down to do story work with their son or daughter. No. Um, having said that, um, uh, of course, families can and you know would benefit from mm. having conversations with one another about where did they learn to behave like that and and many people that I've worked with over the years have been able to do that for some it's not possible because the parent may have died or, or it just may not not be possible mm. um but but for many they they've had some wonderful um conversations about about childhood story but let's let's just see where this goes and, okay. and what happens. You look scared now, Josh. I, well, I just have no idea what how we start. <laughs> Maybe we've already started. I think we have. Yes. Have we? Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will try not to swear. <laughs> no, no swearing. No swearing on the podcast. No. Okay. Well, take it away then. <laughs> okay. So, um, maybe if we start by, can, so can you think about? a recent time you don't need to tell the story but a recent occasion where um you had a high stakes reaction yes. to something that was ha- oh straight away yes yeah yes no i i um uh, around about february mm-hmm. um i was under a lot of stress mm. uh i had too many things happening mm-hmm. i had flat leases uh, personal relationships, um, job, mm-hmm. um, aspirations had gone, didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as I like to plan, um, well, no, it's not that I like to plan. It's that my, um, my brain goes from situation through to imaginary situation mm. result potential outcome Mm -hmm. quicker than it should or Mm. further than it should Mm. um so if you know if x equals y then it means i get to a Mm -hmm. do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah so you like a structure and and you can imagine and follow and and so on and and in because of, of of these issues that were that you were experiencing and the there were multiple issues and they mm-hmm. were all sort of coming at you know coming at you in the, the same moment yeah. it was are you saying that that it was harder for you to to find that structure or, or yes you yeah, no, suddenly absolutely. felt like you were without a structure 
Yeah, I, by virtue of so many happening, I lost mm. my structure. Mm, okay, and so so you've got you've got some external high stakes then, so some triggers. What what as you reflect back now, what um what did you what do you notice about your reactions, the way in which you were, you know, your behavioural reactions? What did you notice? Um, I had a great desire to run. Mm-hmm. to flee from it mm. um, mm. and not in a healthy way mm. like to almost harmfully flee mm. my responsibilities it's almost like a form of abandonment in a yeah way. yeah mm. to, uh, to uh, just abandon all hope mm. <laughs> <laughs> to, to abandon all hope you who enter here like mm. that that kind of it just to kind of capitulate Mm. the desire was to uh, sort of not get out of bed mm. Mm. but I had to because I was being evicted <laughs> um, yes. but do you know what I mean yes. it was it was. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do mm. and I wanted to run away mm. and that was hard and how was that impacting on other people around you um, do you have a sense of that now I think it was making them worry. Mm-hmm. Worry what was going to happen to me. Mm. Not to them, mm. but what was going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether or not I'd make a stupid decision in like, terms of running away. Oh, okay. Uh, as if, if I ran away to something that was the wrong mm. or harmful, mm. not necessarily wrong. Um, I think that's what was happening. You'd make a sort of quick decision to take up another job or... Yeah, or go like somewhere. Just, Move away from... Yeah. Um, kind of isolate. Yeah. Isolate yeah. myself away from yeah. what I recognise were external stress factors yeah. Yeah. to escape them, mm-hmm. to just guillotine yeah. off everything yeah. and disappear. Do you have a sense of what purpose that shutting off that abandoning that running away serves what purpose does that serve for you um it means i avoid conflict ah okay i uh, avoid confrontation <laughs> i avoid confrontation within myself and within mm. those um responsibilities because mm. I don't really like it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like it. it, it um, so if you were to write a, um, a sort of headline, if you like, about confrontation, what would mm. it what would it say about your relationship with confrontation, or how you feel about it, or what you think about it? That I avoid it at all costs. Okay, so avoid confrontation at all costs. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Are there others? Um, the prospect of conflict causes anxiety okay yeah which you don't like which I don't like no so in this in this model that we've been talking about and around Mm -hmm. charter story work those those couple of things that you just said I would um, describe as um, an articulation of a part of the old internal narrative so avoid confrontation at all costs Mm -hmm. so it's pretty absolute isn't it as you can you hear it's like it's it's clear. Yeah. It's direct. Yeah. So, can you track back from that to childhood experiences in terms of where that 
that narrative may have got laid down? Um, just even I? just one example, or or just what do you notice? Hmm, that's a question, isn't it? That's mm. a doozy. <laughs> um, good God. Um, well, I think being um, being as a kind of um, observer to my two siblings. Um, brothers obviously mm. um mm. being as an observer to them and because they caused a lot of conflict sometimes um i saw the effect that that had on them and on you and on dad mm. and didn't want to be a cause of that mm. and would feel that there was guilt if i did um so i kind of because that, that's what I think that's where it comes from is my complete desire to avoid conflict is to not cause someone else so you're protecting yeah yeah so you're yeah. not wanting to cause harm no yeah mm. that's I think that's exactly it and and so my my actions I kind of I, I internalize so that I don't cause harm mm. I think is something I don't know if you agree mm. Mm. but well in the um in the structural dynamics part of this model, there's this. There are the four action modes: vocal act, mm-hmm. the move, the follow, the oppose, and the bystand. And so the move is all about setting direction in a conversation. The follow is about supporting and providing completion. The oppose is about offering correction. And then the bystand is about offering perspective. Um, and I, um, one of the things that I'm wondering about, and you know, of course, I was there for your childhood you were with that you you were very strong in bystand so you know not you're very you're a natural bystander so mm. you will you'll say what you see you'll say what you notice and so on but i wonder whether when the stakes are high that just that that bystand becomes a bit disabled so you it's almost like you know you're sort of i'm i'm gesturing and people can't see but I'm putting my hand over my mouth it's almost like don't speak yes does that how does that does that resonate at all for you as you hear me describing that it does and I think where I've within my kind of workplace in the past is I actually move into kind of like a weak oppose mm-hmm. so my as a bystander i will i would using the terminology i would give my opinion mm. on what's happening and i see and say what's happening mm. as it's going on around and then when i'm in a high real high stakes um rather than kind of being neutral balanced mm-hmm. it becomes very as that but it's but it's but it's weak it's, it's so not very uh, the, uh, you're gesturing as well so a, a very oppositional so like stop mm. putting mm. your hand up and saying stop yeah but it's but you say it's weak yes so it's not particularly well thought out it just becomes a feeling mm. that it's mm. the wrong thing mm. and that to chop it off mm. stop it immediately rather than to go 
well, that's interesting that you think about that. Let's talk about that further mm. um, or really articulate my opinions. It can become very much a, a roadblock that just goes, goes mm. flying up mm. um, to, to anything from, from an mm. idea to an emotion, mm. which I would do to myself internally or externally. Mm. So if I feel anger, I'll mm. throw the roadblock up mm. and stop it from bashing mm. or hurting someone mm. else. Um, does that make sense? It does, yes. And um, um, and there's a, there's a number of things that I'm I'm re- I'm reflecting on as I'm listening to you. One is um, as we've you know I've shared in the book and also in the podcast series about my own relationship with a pose. Mm. So I'm kind of wondering about you know if, if you know a family is a system. Yeah. Um, and you know there's a there's a there's a real mix of um of all of the different behavioral propensities you know in that system um but there may be ways in which um your childhood story and mine um you know and our internal narratives are kind of um interconnected in different ways there will be ways in which they're interconnected i suspect they probably are yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for sure um, um so i'm i'm sort of thinking about that or feeling thoughtful about that um and and also just very appreciative of you being as open as you're as you're being too yeah well you know I have, <laughs> we have we have quite a good relationship yeah yeah. yeah. No, just listening to you talk um, just then, it just kind of brought to mind about the oppose. Yes. I think sometimes I get what the I, I think I some there sometimes I think the oppose. I I I get what an oppose is wrong. So like for example, if I need to ask Dad hmm. to just stop off quickly at the um, hmm. at the supermarket because hmm. I need to get something, I get really nervous. <laughs> Well, that's the making the move, though. But in in my head, yes. Mm. But in my head, it's an opposed to the plan. Oh, I see. I so we're see. on the way home. Okay. We are yes. on. We're, we're, we're on, on the, the way home. home. Yeah. And you're in some way by 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 suggesting an alternative direction. Mm. Your concern is that that will be experienced as an opposed to the yeah to the plan. So literally the other day when we were coming from home from haircuts, right? Mm. And I was that uh, you heard me from the back go. Is it all right if we quickly stop at <laughs> the supermarket? I'd been thinking that the entire time we were at the hairdresser. Yeah. Yeah. For two hours. Yeah. I need to go to the supermarket. I need yeah. to go to the supermarket. Just ask. I'll wait till we're in the car. Because <laughs> then when we're in the car, it's 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 okay. And then, mm. and then I was like, don't ask it when you're 20 minutes away from, mm. or 10 minutes away from home. Ask it now. Ask it now. Ask it now. Can we go to the shop if that's all right? <laughs> Yeah. I'll get you an ice cream. Oh yes, let's do that then. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Does mm. that make sense? Yes, I, it does. And I um, and 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 it's interesting what you're saying that your your concern about it is that it's an opposed to a plan. Mm. And and, uh, and I'm I'm connecting back up with what you started with, where you were talking about how you like to have a structure and a yeah. and a process and and so on. Um, but I'm I'm also hearing it, you know, that there's perhaps more that we could explore around the move, you know, and this and this 
setting di- you know setting direction mm. um because i you know as your mum i've also experienced you oppose very strongly and very clearly <laughs> um and was it second um, word was no <laughs> i was gonna say i think, I think your first phrase was um don't you dare do that <laughs> i think something like that or no yeah. no was um definitely an early word mm. so i guess one thing i just I think we should clear up is just walk me through a little bit about what we did there in terms of the process if you can hmm, sure yes so um, you'll notice that I I started with the here and now so rather than beginning with the childhood story I started by inquiring of you about um, a recent high stakes moment or a moment where you had been in high stakes you'd experienced um, you were under pressure in some way mm-hmm. um, and and asked you to talk about the behaviours that were showing up as a result of that. And it's not that that, that is the way to, to enter the territory of childhood story work because you can do it the opposite way around. Mm. But it's more um, an illustration, if you like, of being able to start with the, with the here and now and then track backwards. So we went from high stakes trigger uh, high stakes reactivity uh, and I was very much drawing out uh, what were some of the behaviours that you were exhibiting as a result of the, the high stakes um, environment mm-hmm. then we went to what's the old internal narrative which you went to brilliantly you you were able to really answer that straight away mm-hmm. um, uh, and, 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 and you illustrated it brilliantly by um, the way in which it came out as an absolute statement about avoid confrontation at all costs. Yeah. And <laughs> you, and that's that is really um, the way that that old internal narrative manifests in all each of us, and we we all have multiple versions of that. Mm. So then, from the old internal narrative, then I then inquired of you about so can you go back to your childhood experience and say a little bit about how how that old internal narrative got laid down, which you did. Now, the piece that we didn't do is we didn't go to, okay, so given all of that, what might a new internal narrative be? And that was very deliberate on my part because it would have been artificial to do that. It would have been too quick. Yeah. So it's not that you can't do child story work in a, in a, with some pace to it, but it would have just, it wouldn't have been right. It would to have gone there so you know gone so fast so fast. But um, if we were to have further conversations, we would um, um, explore in a little bit more detail that old internal narrative. Mm. In fact, we'd explore all the components: the, the triggers, the context that creates those triggers, the reactivity, the old internal narrative, and the childhood story. And when we've done that, we then begin to um, work on what might a new internal narrative be and and how might you enact that and embody that Mm. and i think there's another thing that i also want to say which is that you might also have noticed that i was trying to draw out what were some of the behaviors so we talked towards the end about i was inquiring about the bystand the move the oppose and we didn't get to the follow Mm. but that's very that's a very uh, significant part of childhood story work And one of the things that in one of the earlier podcasts we talked about what distinguishes childhood story work from from therapy, from a more therapeutic approach. And it is that we are constantly moving between story and structure, structural dynamics. So 
um, the move, follow, oppose and bystand is the level one of David Cantor's model around the dialogue actions and the vocal acts that we speak. And there are two other levels which we would also, um, if we had longer and we had more sessions, we would we would cover the, those as well. Hmm. Um, so those two things, story and structure, the practitioner or the coach or the story guide is working in parallel with those all of the time. Yeah, that's great. Um, and of course, you know, if you if you want to hear more about the process and these next steps that uh, Mum has just talked about, and of course, more about the step that we just did together, of course, pick up a copy of Where Did You Learn to Behave Like That? But perhaps that's, you know, we've done a little bit of exploration um, for this podcast and there's more that we can explore together. So why don't we go and get some lunch? Yes, let's do that. Yes. There's no pose on the lunch. <laughs> Definitely. I'm buying. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, let's go now then. Somewhere expensive. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great example, isn't it, of what childhood story work really is. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Doing let's go and explore that more. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Um, we hope you've enjoyed this journey that we've been on and learned more about the book. Um, again, the book is available uh, right now at www.biologics.co.uk forward slash shop. Um, please do pick up a copy and let us know uh, what you think about it. Um, and how you use it if you do and we look forward to hearing from you and possibly seeing you on training to have more mm. kind of interactions like we've just had because mum always talks about how the training is exactly like what we've just done there um maybe not quite as you know what happened last tuesday didn't you because <laughs> that would be weird but um yeah thank you very much for listening and um yeah we'd love to hear from you soon bye-bye bye-bye thanks